This is episode 73, why you should be appreciating your clients. My name is Stephanie Lanes. I'm Yomer, Stephanie Lanes Institute and the Stephanie Lanes Institute Beauty Business Podcast. Welcome. I love being able to chat with estheticians and not necessarily chat, but really this podcast is giving me an opportunity to really share some of the insight that I have from 20 years of being an esthetician, some of the stuff that I'm coaching estheticians on and what I'm kind of seeing in the industry as we have been changing over the last 20 years. I would say probably the last five, we've seen a really big drastic change in the aesthetics community. And a lot of estheticians who've been in the business for a long time, there's really two places they go. Either they're able to adjust and they switch and they move and they kind of pivot or they leave the industry. And this industry has been pretty much on a roller coaster ride as long as I've been on it. Um, there's always new trends. There's always things that are changing or improving or um, coming into our industry to help us either education wise, push us out of our comfort zone, you name it, it happens. So I have been working with estheticians probably the last 13, 14 years officially as an esthetician business coach. And it's been really interesting for me because when I decided to step away from the treatment room, which is about, um, we're almost at seven, maybe eight years ago, I carried on and continued explaining what I have done and what I did to really grow my business from a grassroots, one client, two client, three client business to a thriving business that I literally had to place clients with when I left California. So when I have really decided to start coaching, you know, for real, it's probably been since COVID, I really decided to grow the esthetician business community, start doing some one-on-one -on -one coaching, working with estheticians and really getting them to kind of take a step back from paying attention to what other people are doing to really focusing on their business 100%. And a lot of estheticians, I find, struggle with that one task because we are so drawn to the virtual space because we are in that treatment room for so long. We're in there looking at our four walls. We see clients back to back. You know, for some, it can be very um, kind of uh, lonely because you're really talking to clients and not other estheticians. So I totally get why so many estheticians are in Facebook groups and communities on Facebook because they're looking for that connection. When I decide to work with estheticians, I try to get them to not really be a part of that many groups if it's not going to be bringing them any type of benefit, meaning it's not something, if they don't get something from it that they can turn around and make money from, then it's not money-making activity. And I stand by this because this is kind of the way I was coached and I've had coaches, right? I was coached to look at my time and figure out where I was wasting time and then figure out where I was making money. And it was really eye-opening to look at my schedule because I had to write it down for a week. Like everything I did from the time I opened my eyes to the time I closed my eyes, I had to, to document. And it was really eye-opening the amount of time I was wasting Um thinking I was doing things that were going to benefit the business. And it really wasn't. So when I start coaching with folks, I'm very, very clear, like be very diligent with your time. 
And if you're someone that has to have accountability, schedule your time, schedule it. So if that means from the time you get up, you're going to schedule what you do at eight and eight 30 and nine and nine 30, 10 and 10 30. Fine. But if that will keep you on task, then set those calendars, set those reminders in your phone, and then just, just do it. So when I really start breaking down the relationship between esthetician and clients, for many of you, you don't quite understand when I say that, that we're in the relationship business. And the reason you don't understand that is because you never looked at your business and your job as an esthetician in the lens of a relationship. You look at it more as an exchange. You in turn give a service in exchange for a money transaction. I try to get many estheticians to move beyond the transaction exchange to the relationship because the relationship is what solidifies clients returning. Just doing services is, is easy. We do that well. Understanding the transaction of money, we do that well. What we don't do well is we don't understand the relationship part of our business. And that relationship part, in my opinion, is even more important than the money exchange. So I'm going to overemphasize the relationship so that it becomes the money exchange becomes automatic. There's no question to it. Many estheticians are stuck in that money exchange because there's a fear of I'm not going to get enough. There's a fear that cancel, that client's going to cancel and I'm not going to have, you know, whatever bill I need to pay for, or I'm not going to have enough to make rent or whatever. We, we, we over focus on the money exchange. And when we focus on the money exchange, we take our eyes off of the relationship. I've been very, very honest in the reason why I push so hard to help estheticians understand that the relationship part of the business is just as important or even more important than the money exchange. Because if you don't have a great relationship with your clients, they're not returning. They're not going to share what you do. They're not going to refer. Like it's a trickle effect. So I try to get estheticians to change their mindset to not focus on the money exchange, but wholeheartedly focus on that relationship. When I say focus on the relationship, I'm meaning open communication. I've done podcasts on this before. Understanding that when your client's needs are being met, they're openly referring. When you're extending yourself beyond your appointment, i.e. a Facebook group, they now are building a better relationship with you because they feel they have access to you. Even though you're limiting that amount of access to just a Facebook group, they're experiencing you in a completely different way because in your treatment room or in your business, it's very businesslike. You have a time you got to keep to. You have amount of things you need to get done. You have amount of things that you need to get rebooked and purchased and all of these when you show yourself in a Facebook group, it's a different interaction, but it's still you. So now there's another opportunity for them to continue to cultivate the relationship that they're growing with you. When I put in the mix of those, the appreciation part, because appreciating your clients has nothing to do with the money exchange, but it has to do with is the relationship. So when you start to publicly 
appreciate your clients. You're grateful that they are able to come to your business, keep your doors open. You're grateful that they are consistent every month. You're grateful that they're referring all of those things that they have brought to the business so that you can get more money exchanges. You're appreciating, you're thanking, you're doing the things to say, I see you, I thank you, I understand, I appreciate. But a lot of us would put that into a money exchange instead of understanding it's about the relationship. So in our esthetician business community, we've been very specific on creating client appreciation events, whether it's one big event or it's random small day events, like, you know, giving cake pops out for everyone whose appointment is on Thursday or doing, you know, a Starbucks card for every appointment that's on Monday. And these are random, right? It's still in the client appreciation range. Because you're letting people know that everyone that came today or Thursday or Monday got something from you as a thank you. The reason I was consistent in doing client appreciation things was because I had to understand that if I appreciated them and showed them appreciation regularly, they felt that our relationship was way solid. There wasn't any confusion anymore. I was allowing them to see that I understood I would not have a business if they did not come patronize the business, if they didn't give their money to the business. I understand that. But by saying thank you changed the way we looked at the business as a whole. So it became really clear to me, the more I started doing client appreciation events, the more I started doing client appreciation random days, that the return was so much more than just the average of them coming back. That was when I started getting into bring a friend days. I loved bring a friend events. So I started doing bring a friend events. I started doing all these things so that I could continue to show them appreciation, but I would allow them to bring other people to participate in that appreciation. So now they started looking forward to it. Now they started keeping their appointments because they weren't sure if they were gonna be a part of a day where I was giving out Starbucks cards or giving out cake pops or giving out random you know, cupcakes or bellinis or whatever. So now it became an even better opportunity for them to stay with me because I was cultivating the relationship part. So when I appreciate clients and I'm telling you all to appreciate your clients, you have to look at it from a bigger picture. Yes, you would not have what you have if it wasn't for them, but appreciating them will even give you even more. So in August, I did a mastermind for the client appreciation event and um, I created pretty much, you know, step by step what you should do in a client when you're hosting an in-person client event. And so one of the estheticians just had their event about two weekends ago and six hours over $18,000 later, they did everything that I said for them to do, which I have in a masterclass, which I told them in the mastermind. I mean, it was step by step by step by step. It was executed and she was over the top as she should be, because that's a, an amazing thing to do. I mean, six hours for 18,000, that's, that's a great event, right? But I say all of that to say that she did all the things step-by-step, step, marketing, getting all the things together, 
you know, the giveaways, donating to a charity. I mean, all the things that we list out doing in this event. And I love when I can see an esthetician who finally gets it, who finally understands what I've been saying all these years. And it doesn't matter what's happening in, you know, the world for her business. She was able to yield that in one day. And I know many of you are like, oh my goodness, what all does she really do? I say all of this to say, last week in episode 72, I said it's not slow in your business because it's not slow. It's not slow. We just have to do better about communicating, right? Clients will spend what they want to spend it on. We, we have to get out of their pocket. We really do. And when I start talking about client appreciation events, and I start talking about different events that you host in your business, and when you're intentional and you plan and you execute it well, then you start to see it is not slow. I just was not great at communicating and I needed to improve that. And I needed to improve how I understood the relationship I have with my clients. It's the reason why I tell many of you, whether it's on socials, whether it's on podcasts, that you need to look at your relationship with your clients. You need to understand you may not be communicating well. So when there's no real communication, we can't get upset when they don't come see us because we don't communicate. We don't, Would you want to be around someone who doesn't communicate well? No. So why would they be around you when you don't communicate well? And I'm being that direct and that clear because it is that clear. It's that simple. So I often say that most clients have a preference of communication. Unfortunately, many estheticians decide how they're going to communicate and they say, well, a client has to fall in line with that, right? If you want to text and you communicate via text, then every client needs to understand you're only going to communicate via text, which is the wrong way to do business. You have to understand that clients have a preference of communication. Some is by phone, some is by text, some is social, some is email, some is a combination of all of them. But if you decide how you're going to communicate, but that client does not communicate that way, where's the disconnect? Now, do you understand why they're not responding to you? Because you're not communicating the way they need to be communicated to. And I am a matter of fact, you already know if you've been listening to me for a while, you know, I'm pretty direct. I'm pretty matter of fact that this is really it. It's really not complicated, but we tend to overcomplicate it because we don't quite understand we're in the relationship business. We just happen to do services. If we could have a great, amazing understanding that in the relationship business, the number one thing to do is communicate, then we don't have any issues anymore. But a lot of us have issues in our business. A lot of us are at the point where we're slow. We're trying to decide what to do. We're throwing out crazy sales. We're throwing out crazy discounts all under the fear of if we could simply just communicate better. And I really like to overemphasize the communication. So when we were putting together the client appreciation event and the mastermind, I was very clear at how many times for each client 
they needed to be communicated with in order for them to have the RSVP and action, take action and actually do the RSVP. Then I explained how many times you would have to remind them that they did RSVP and what time they needed to show up. Like I literally broke down that event step-by-step communication by communication, how often you need to repeat yourself, all of those things, right? And as tedious as that is, because I'm pretty sure none of you have understood communicating to that extent. The esthetician who did well in her event understands why it has to be communicated in that way in order to receive that amount of income in a six-hour event. You too could do this in your business if you wanted to, if you decide. But at some point, you're going to need to appreciate your clients. You're going to need to appreciate them on a large scale, and you're going to need to appreciate them on a small, maybe daily scale. But that should be a part of your business. I love under helping people really understand that bigger picture when it comes to appreciation. Because every event that I hosted and that I train estheticians to do is all under the umbrella of appreciation. And when I take the stance of we are appreciating your clients, we're simply telling them thank you. Every part of an event has to be based in appreciation and gratitude and telling them you would not have what you have if they did not come and have that money exchange in your business. And if you think about it, we call it client appreciation. Pretty much every major business does this. A thank you, a discount at the end of the year, a rebate, all of these kind of fancy words, which are all appreciation. So if you have been kind of on the fence trying to figure out what's really happening, one, I would encourage you to understand what are you doing that has yielded a great response in the business? If you don't communicate well, how do you improve your communication? You improve it by doing the same thing over different ways, text, email, Facebook group, socials in-person, flyers, all of that's going to be communicated over and over again. Your best communication space is behind your treatment door. I've said this for years. The second location, if you can do it, is on the ceiling where the client looks up. That's the second best place to put information you need to be communicated with. The third, if you have your own bathroom, is the back of that bathroom door. And if you don't have that, you know, your second location or your third location would be where they put their things. That would be another space for communication. So if they hang their stuff up or they need to sit on a little bench or whatever, you would have the information there. And people are nosy. They want to see what's happening. They want to see what's happening in your business. They want to know what's happening in your business. They want to keep up. They want to feel like they're a part of it. Are you making them feel like they're a part of your business or are you keeping it in that space where it's strictly a money exchange? Because if it's strictly a money exchange, 
then why would clients come back when it's just an exchange of money? Appreciation has to kind of be the forefront of understanding how your business is going to grow. People only refer when they feel valued and when they feel appreciated. So if you haven't really gotten consistent referrals, you may want to look at how much you are appreciating and how are you making clients feel valued. That's it. That's all. That's it. So please don't get stuck in these Facebook groups with people complaining about how slow their business is. I would love for you to really spend time, the same amount of time you spend in those groups, spend the same amount of time in your business. Nothing will change until you decide and then you do it. So if you're not open to realizing that sometimes you have to put yourself in a better environment in order to see, receive something better, then you're going to be in the same space. You're going to be in the same space. And if you're hoping that only events are going to keep your business afloat, you need some systems. You need some systems. So I want to leave you with that. I want to leave you with, do you really communicate well? Are you appreciating your clients? Do your clients feel appreciated? Do they feel heard? If they do not, what can you change now so that they do? Until next time.